Hi friends, we're going to be talking about James again today. Poor guy. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. Okay, so just like um, the other episode, we're going to be reading through James. We're actually on James chapter 2. So we're going to read through it, and I'm going to do ESV and KJV, both, you know, back and forth, I'm sure, um, depending on what I want to read out of it, and some uh, BJV, some Bethany Jennings version, (laughs) and uh, my take on it, what I'm getting from it as I read it. So feel free to get your Bible out or your Bible app out or just listen, whatever works for you. Uh, James 2 verse number 1. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory with respective persons. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring and godly apparel, And there come in also a poor man in vile raiment. And ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and say to him, Sit thou here in a good place. And say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit under my footstool. Are ye not partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Listen to me. Listen to me. We're now in Bethany Jennings' version. What he just said was, let's put it in present day terms. Someone walks in off the street and they're, they're new to your church. You've not seen them before. And he's wear, they're wearing like, he's got a double-breasted suit on. His hair's just so-so. He's presenting himself. His wife's presenting herself as very put together. And so you say, oh, they probably got some money. And you know what? They would be good tithe payers. So why don't you come sit up here in the goods? But we have a seat safe for you. But then someone off the street walks in, still got track marks in their arm, half their teeth smoked out of their head. You say, oh, you know, um, why don't you sit over here a little further out of the live stream view? <laughs> that's, the, that's the modern equivalent of what they're saying right now. How awful is that? And you want to know What? Sometimes that still happens. Believe it or not, it still happens. But I have found, I've been very blessed to travel a lot with dad, with David, with me. But every time I travel, I see the Lord will not give you more than you can handle. And that doesn't just mean the bad stuff. That means the good stuff too. So if you can't handle someone who has quote unquote riches, or someone who's got money, if you can't handle that with the right attitude, he's not going to keep sending people like that to your church because you can't handle it right. Something to think about. Because if that's what you're after, then you're after the wrong things. You can't love God and love money. Love the people. Treat them exactly the same. But don't treat them differently because someone's got social status or someone is presumed to be wealthy or someone. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not only unchristian. It's just not being a good human. 
Okay, I'm sorry. We're back. Uh, we're on verse 5. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin. In other words, not like if you respect them, but if you prefer, well, like, uh, well, with respect to that one, blah, 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 with respect to that one, blah, 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 blah. They're not saying like you give them respect. They're saying like you prefer one over the other. But if ye respect persons, ye commit sin. And are convinced of the laws as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. You know, that kind of reminds me of the last episode where we read James 1. Talking about you think that's an abomination, blah, blah, blah. Scripture says that's an abomination, but you ain't to control your lying tongue. All of it matters. All of the measures, because you ain't out doing socially unacceptable sins. I mean, you ain't sinning. Anyways, uh, we're on verse 11. For he that said, do not commit adultery, said also, do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath shown no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. I'm going to read that again. Starting at verse 12. So speak ye and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath shown no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food? Hold on, let me make sure I got this. There we go. Sorry, I had to adjust my screen. <laughs> Like I said, live reaction. Okay, we're on verse 10. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails at one point has become guilty of all of it. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. I was reading KJV before. This is now ESV. So speak and act. As those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who shows no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. On verse 14 now. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, Without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. 
But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. I feel like that was a little, <laughs> James may have been like a little saucy there. You believe there's one God? Well, good job. So do the demons. <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> We're back. Verse 19. You believe there's one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. You guys should memorize that. James 2, 19. There's one God. Praise him. Verse 20. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Okay. Verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see, that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. That's the end of James 2. I think sometimes we we have these scriptures in mind and we like we know the pieces of the scriptures because they're said so much, especially if you've been raised in church. They're said so much in Sunday school and in, in preaching. And sometimes we say them in like every day. So, oh, faith without works is dead. Oh, or, you know, you believe there's one God. You do great. Great. For, good for you. But we don't fully understand them in context like that. These verses are connected here and here and here. So it's not enough to just believe there's one God. You got to do something about it, right? It's not enough to say, oh, I really wish those people were taken care of. I really wish they could hear the gospel. You got to go do something about it. It's great that you have faith. It's great that you believe. But put some feet on that belief and go tell some people. Go live it out. Let your life be a testimony of that. All right. That was James 2. And we will get into James 3 next time. This has been fun. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Bye. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human.